Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS. And I'd like to introduce the host of this week's episode. He's the editor of Business West. Here's Joe Bednar. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Talk. We have a great show for you today. But first, we have this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we're back. And as promised, we have a great show for you today. Our guest is Tim Burke, CEO of Milltown Capital in Pittsfield. Happy to have you here in Business Talk, Tim. Thank you for having me. So for our listeners who don't know, um, tell me what Milltown Capital is and what the goal behind it was and how it came together. Sure. So Milltown Capital is a impact investment platform based in Pittsfield in in the Berkshires of Massachusetts. Uh, We've been around since late 2016 uh, is when we were formed. And our kind of overall mission and, and mandate is to really make the area of Pittsfield and the Berkshires a better place to live through uh, traditional investments, impact investments, and pure philanthropic uh, community work. When you say impact investment, what does that mean? So to us, impact investment really means focusing on uh, key assets or amenities or projects that have a, a high potential positive impact on the region. So it's a little bit different than maybe a traditional impact investment that might look at energy or, uh, you know, other areas of impact. Ours is, is, is really place-based in terms of, of our approach. And when we think about impact, it's, it's taking on investments that most traditional investors wouldn't take on either because the rate of return is lower or it takes a much longer time to realize it. Uh, or they're they're just really difficult projects that the investment thesis might need to be figured out over time, as opposed to everything being underwritten up front and and having a really solid uh, firm investment rationale for for proceeding. So we think about it, you know, uh, it really runs the gamut in terms of the types of projects that that we get involved in. We're not necessarily restrictive uh, to different sectors or industries. It's really about, is this project good for the region? Is it good for the local economy? Does it have the chance to spur economic development, uh, or other potential investment? And if so, you know, how can we make it work? Hmm. When I went to your website, I saw that you're, you seem to be focused on, um, uh, three main areas, which are real estate, venture capital, and business enterprise. Um, can you tell me a little bit about each of those and how they kind of fit into the overall mission? Sure, happy to. So, uh, real estate was really the first area that uh, you know in, investment type that we got into in a in a significant way. Uh, in the first exploration, there was really the housing market in Pittsfield, which you know Pittsfield's a, a unique dynamic where it used to be a sixty thousand person city that now has forty thousand people. So, um, you would think that there is enough housing for everyone, but the stock itself is is significantly deteriorated and much of the housing in Pittsfield is, uh, you know, circa world war two or even pre-world war two in some, in some situations. So you have a lot of really old stock, things that are run down, things where, uh, properties where absentee landlords have a lot of deferred maintenance, uh, and the living conditions in some of these are, are just really tough. So 
you know, we got involved back in, you know, t- the 2018, 2019 period in a few different uh, housing development projects in Pittsfield. And that really spurred our interest in accumulating more residential housing assets in those neighborhoods so that we could have more of a clustered approach to improving the housing stock in the area. So since that time, we're, you know, we've accumulated over 200 units of, of housing in, in Pittsfield alone. And, you know, as part of, of, of that investment, we've also purchased a few different commercial buildings. We have some mixed use buildings where we have apartments on the upper floors and commercial on the lower floors. Um, so the, the real estate approach there has been, you know, trying to improve neighborhoods, you know, with, with housing at, at the forefront, but also supporting small businesses and restaurants and where we can. Um, and then what we've seen is that public investment has followed our private investment in, in some cases where the city of Pittsfield or the state has come in and done, um, you know, utility improvements or streetscape improvements. So it's really a kind of a multifaceted approach and, and, you know, it certainly has a patient capital component to it as well, where we're not trying to flip properties. We're not looking to get in and, and monetize things really quickly. We have more of a, a patient long-term approach to it. So it, it's a blend of uh, kind of traditional and impact investment as, as we see it on the real estate side. Uh, and then in terms of, of the business enterprises, we own about a dozen local businesses, either you know directly 100% owned or we have partnerships where we own them. Um, and those are, are mixed between traditional investments and, and kind of patient capital impact investments. And, and an example of the latter is uh, back in 2020, we bought uh, Bosque Ski Area, which is a local mm. Local ski area in Pittsfield that's been around since the 1930s and is one of the oldest continuously operating ski areas in the country. Uh, and it's just a critical local asset for really the local community. It's it's not a, you know, a, a lot of ski areas are, are tourist uh, attractions and destinations. Bosque is is really a local mountain that, that gets some business from tourists. And we felt that was, uh, you know, that's a great example of just a critical local asset that had fallen on some some tough times, needed a lot of investment. Um, you know, I don't think many rational investors would have gone in there with a pure investment business case, uh, but we felt like it was worth saving. So that was, uh, you know, that's an example of uh, a business that we own. Uh, and then the venture capital side of it is really the, the for-profit kind of traditional investment approach where we have some, we've invested in some small companies and startups that are based here in Pittsfield or the Berkshires, and we've invested in some that are elsewhere across the country. And the, the purpose of those investments is really to try to drive economic economic returns so that we can continue to recycle capital and and generate funds to cover our own costs and also have more capital to put in the other buckets. You mentioned the um, the ski resort. I, um, I read that you, um, uh, Milltown has also invested in a, uh, uh, new outdoor spaces and trails, um, construction of an athletic center and summer camp. These are um, these are the types of amenities that are, are quality of life um, um, factors in, in a community. Can you tell me a little bit about um, about the work um, that you're doing in those realms? Yeah, so we've been involved in, you know, we kind of blanket it with the outdoor recreation kind of number uh, at, at, at kind of a high level, but we've been involved in those types of projects for a number of years. Hmm. Uh, some some of which are are business oriented projects, and some of, some of them are are philanthropic that we do through our our five hundred one c three foundation, Milltown Foundation. Uh, but that includes things like uh, improvements in in Springside Park, which is a 
large local park in Pittsfield where we've, um, you know, helped reshape and, and reinvest in trail networks there. Uh, we've invested in, uh, or, or we've, we've, we've provided contributions to the Berkshire Natural Resources Council uh, with, for their high road project, which is a, a trails project that connects um, the various uh, trail networks in, in kind of the Berkshire Mountains, which is uh, also in, in the general vicinity of Bosque. So, you know, trail investments and, and recreation investments on that front. Um, and then we have two businesses that are in kind of the recreation space. We own a, an athletic center that's called Bosque Sport, which is across the street from the ski area where we're currently undergoing a, a 15,000 square foot addition plus renovation to the facility. And that's an investment in uh, tennis, fitness and pickleball. And then we have a, a summer camp on Richmond Pond in Pittsfield that's called Camp Arrowwood, which uh, is a you know sports focused camp. Uh, but not sports dominated camp. So it's, uh, it has a, a traditional camp feel to it as well. And we run uh, three and six week summer camp uh, sessions uh, out of that property. And that's another, you know, another project that, you know, we kind of uncovered during the COVID period of the, the legacy camp that had operated there was, was closing up shop and uh, we bought the property and, and started a new camp from scratch. So we've been building that up really over the past uh, year and a half or so. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking today with Tim Burke, the CEO of Milltown Capital. Um, now Tim, um, I, I, I read your, your, a little bit of your bio online. You're a Pittsfield native. You've got a background in finance and, and, and in the biotech world, interestingly. Um, tell me a little bit about what you're up to before coming to Milltown and, and why this opportunity appealed to you. Sure. You know, this is... Um... Milltown specifically is really not my my career background per se. Prior to joining, it's kind of an eclectic eclectic mix now. But prior prior to uh, Milltown, I was working with Biogen and Kendall Square, and um, you know my background is really in corporate finance. And I went to uh, Bentley University in, in the Boston area, and I spent a number of years in in corporate finance roles with United Technologies, and then later with uh, a couple of different. Uh, biotechnology companies, Biogen being the most recent. Uh, and in those roles, I was really focused on on corporate finance and, and business planning and partnerships with the different business operating groups. So helping them with their business planning and strategic decisions, helping them with budgeting um, and, and financial analysis. Uh, and but my you know my connections to the Pittsfield area are strong. Our family grew up here. My wife's family is my wife grew up here as well. So we had a lot of family here and we had always kind of had a, a view of if we could find a way to come back and, and make it work professionally, we, we knew it was a great place to live and a great place to raise a family. And, you know, when I was uh, networking with some folks back in 2015 and 2016, I ended up getting connected with, with Dave Mixer, who is, is Milltown's founder and really kind of the, the uh, you know, the motor and the initiative and the capital behind everything that we do. Uh, so I ended up meeting with Dave and he kind of, had a general idea of what he wanted to do. He's also a Berkshire native and had, you know, just come back to the area after being away for a long period of time and, and wanted to make an impact. And his view of making an impact is a little bit non-traditional from a philanthropic standpoint. He didn't want to just write checks and, and kind of have it in the, and then kind of walk away. He really wanted to see 
if he could drive economic development and job growth and you know population stabilization and new housing and, and educational improvements and kind of all across the spectrum of, of economic development and quality of life. Um, and as he kind of pitched the general idea, I, I felt like it was just a really unique opportunity to come back to the area and try to do something that was uh, impactful, which I was interested in doing anyway, whether I whether that was my job or or that was my kind of volunteer free time. So Dave presented a really unique opportunity. And, and at the time, it was, you know, really just Dave and, and, and myself when we started. So uh, it was, I think, probably a at, that was at its riskiest point, but I think it was um, a great concept. Dave's a one of a kind human being, so it's been a, it's been a great, uh, great, challenging, uh, unique run for us over the past six or seven years. But we're at a point now where we've, you know, through through Milltown and our businesses, we employ over three hundred people in the area, and wow. you know, we're kind of constantly looking to to grow and and make this engine work, and also kind of preach what we've learned over the years to other communities and, and people and investors and philanthropists and, and see if there's uh, ways we can help other areas uh, kind of progress with what we've done in Pittsfield. Do you feel like the, the so you feel like the, the work you've been doing is um, perhaps a, a, rep, a replicable model for, uh, for uh, um, urban revitalization? Yeah, I think that's that's always been our mentality is let's look at it as it, as it is, or it will be that. And I think we're, we, you know, we, we kind of still think we're in the second or third inning of what we're doing here in Pittsfield. So, uh, but that's the mentality is, is our goal is for, for everything that we do to be sustainable and, you know, financially sustainable. So whether that's a, an operating business, even if it's a one with patient capital in it, or it's a, a philanthropic contribution to a nonprofit, we want all of these things to be viable, sustainable, so that we're not just creating another thing that needs capital every year that we have to go out and, and raise money for. So I think that's where kind of the real estate piece and some of the, the other traditional investments come in. If, if they can generate cash flow, they help to support some of the other enterprises that might take more time to, to produce cash flow. Sure. Um, but I think the over, that's the, the overall mindset is this is an engine that, that can self-fund itself. And I think that's the that's the critical piece that I think would be helpful to share with other areas to explain how we did that and kind of what, what are the different factors and dynamics that you need to be able to um, kind of produce an enterprise like this and, and produce an, an impact like we're, we're trying to achieve. You mentioned being in the second or third inning. Um, are there, are there specific goals you have going forward or are there projects that you're worked on that you haven't mentioned here that are worth mentioning? Yeah, I mean the the high level goal for all of our projects, like I mentioned, is sustainability. So we're we're kind of in the in the weeds on that right now with all of our our businesses, projects, real estate investments, and, and philanthropy, where we're looking to get everything uh, over the hump and and in a positive uh, you know a positive cash flow situation and also a positive impact uh, result. So that's been our our operational focus over the last year or two, which is different than the first three, four, five years where it was heavy on the acquisition and, and really running around and, and acquiring a lot of things, you know, the operating side of it is, is much different. So, um, you know, that's our focus right now, but we're constantly looking at, at other projects, other areas of potential development, uh, new housing options, uh, other groups that we could partner with either on the investment or the philanthropic side. Um, 
So the, I think the broader goal is to to make it sustainable, and then at, at a more uh, micro level, we've we established a, a collaboration with the Berkshire Regional Planning Commission uh, about two years ago, where we uh, set up a system called Berkshire Benchmarks, and the the purpose behind Berkshire Benchmarks was to create a set of metrics that will measure not just Milltown, but the really the entire local economy and, and socioeconomic system. Um, so that we understand how we're performing as a region. And that's broader than just our own work, but uh, I think it's critical for us to look at the, you know, one, agree on what the metrics are, what are we going to measure, and be okay with what the baseline is. And also all agree on the metrics, the baseline, and then we have a system where we can track that moving forward. And we set up and partnering with, with BRPC was critical because they have a lot of expertise and access to different data sets. Um, and we've been able to set up, uh, you know, a public website for that, so people can follow along with with how we're doing. So that was really um, all about trying to find at a at a tactical and, and metric driven level how are, how is the overall you know economic system producing. You know, as um as as a native, um, just kind of speaking personally, what what does a, what, what a, does a vibrant, uh, thriving Pittsfield mean to you personally? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, I, I think it's a place where uh, people from all aspects of the economic spectrum can find quality housing. They can send their kids to schools and have them get good educations. They can uh, find jobs that will allow them to live here productively and, and raise a family. Uh, and I think it's providing those uh, the systems on the periphery of that that kind of central life that allows people to have a good quality of life here. So places where people can, you know, uh, kids have opportunities to have, you know, uh, athletic endeavors and camps, places where adults can uh, enjoy the natural assets that the area has. So that comes back to, you know, trail networks and, um, you know, all of the outdoor recreation assets that, that we have here um, in a place where people can have, you know, just a, a great quality of life. And I think that's really what the Berkshires have been known for, for really since they became the Berkshires. So uh, I think making sure that Pittsfield's, uh, we can maximize those benefits for the people of Pittsfield is where we we want to try to make a difference. And that, that involves a lot of uh, different things and broader socioeconomic issues that are much harder to solve, like, you know, education and, and poverty and addiction. And um, But we still try to get involved in some of those things through partnerships with organizations who have that expertise. You know, before we go, I wanted to uh, mention um, one thing. At last fall's um, um, One Berkshire Celebrate the Berkshires event, um, I know Milltown was recognized as a special honoree for uh, putting the Berkshires on the map, and that recognized the investments you made in housing and the downtown redevelopment and um, and your other philanthropic support around the region. Um, how gratifying is that kind of recognition in the sense of accomplishing the goals you first set out to accomplish at Milltown? Yeah, I, I mean, I think we're, it was it was very gratifying. I think the fact that the community and, and our local regional economic development group recognized Milltown for the work that we're doing, I think was tremendously gratifying for our team to, to see that people see the work that we're doing and that it is having a, a positive impact. Uh, I think we're, we're pretty hard on ourselves in terms of we think we, we have a ways to go before we achieve the impact that, that we want to achieve. Um, and it, but it, it is 
you know, validating to a certain degree that people see that we're, we're heading in the right direction in terms of, of what we're focused on. And, and that, that hasn't always been the case. I think when we first started out, there was a lot of skepticism and questioning on, you know, what's the angle? What are we trying to accomplish? Uh, so it was, it was great to see that at a minimum, people view it as, as positive intent work that has the potential to, to drive change. So that was a, that was a great night for us and, and for myself and Dave and our team. I, I think it was really, uh, it was gratifying to have, you know, just the local community come out and, and say, yeah, Meltdown is, you know, is doing some positive work and, and we're appreciative of it. And that's all the time we have for today. Um, thanks so much, Tim, for coming on and spending a few minutes with me. Yeah, thanks again for having me anytime. It's, it's really a great and interesting work you're doing. Um, and thanks to all of you for tuning into Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm Joe Bednar, the editor of Business West, and we'll see you next time.